I'm Peter Klein. I'm the founder and president of Boots to Books. So what inspired you to create Boots to Books? Definitely. Yeah. So I was an infantryman in the army. I joined right after graduating high school uh, and I had really great leaders in the service, had the opportunity to compete in a variety of competitions. Um, But ultimately, when it came time for me to transition, despite the fact that I had started my education in the service and done well, and that I had led soldiers, I had competed in these competitions, uh, done a variety of things that I thought would prepare me to have a really seamless transition. I struggled a lot. And the struggle really came um, from doing the things that Boots to Books and a lot of other organizations now exist to tell transitioning service members, uh, dependents, and other folks not to do, which is, you know, sending blanket resumes, not having a plan, not networking, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but so I was really having a difficult time in my transition, and I kept doing the same thing over and over again. Um, and, you know, insanity is doing the same thing again and again, right. expecting different results. Yeah, I was basically, you know, going insane. <laughs> but eventually I reached out. Uh, it's one of the smartest people I knew, Aubrey Sign, uh, now the co-founder and uh, chief technical officer, vice president of Boots to Books. Really smart guy. He was doing coding at a semiconductor company. He now works at a recently acquired startup in SF. Uh, but I reached out to him and I was like, hey, man, you know, it's where I'm at. I'm having a really hard time navigating both the job hunt and the college application process. Um, can you give me some help? And that's exactly what he did. So he'd meet with me every single week, despite the fact that he was a student and he was working. Uh, and he would help me with my resume, my college applications, uh, and really make the process that seemed extremely difficult and you know impossible to understand really easy to break it down. Um, and his help resulted in a variety of really great things. So I got a scholarship to my dream school that I actually recently graduated and so I'm actually preserving a lot of my GI Bill benefits. I got to work in some really great careers. I got to work in banking. I now work in consulting. Uh, but we realized really quickly that the help that he gave me, despite the fact um, that it was you know, monumental for me, uh, was needed by a lot of other people. And the yeah. things that I had done to prepare for myself for transition weren't commonplace. A lot of folks don't have time for them. They have families. Uh, the unit they're at has too many demands on them. I was lucky enough to be able to do some education, you know, win these competitions, get some resume bullets, et cetera. And, and so I thought, you know, if I was struggling, struggling, how must other people feel? And so Aubrey and I realized that the help he gave me really guided by two words, personable and accessible, and, or personalized and accessible, excuse me, uh, was needed by more people. And so in December of 2020, kind of guided by the help he gave me, we launched Boots to Books. Yeah, what does just having that support system for someone to guide you help with people's confidence? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that is a big part of it really is uh, it's kind of getting reoriented. So people who are transitioning out of the service have a lot of skills that are transferable. And there's a lot of organizations that want to hire from the military community. For instance, Amazon has said they're going to hire 100,000 veterans by 2024. uh, And they're not alone in making that pledge, right? Uh, However, folks transitioning can get super disoriented. They get uh, really, really negative inputs from a variety of people saying the transition's impossible, that you know, you're never going to be able to find this great career, despite the fact that, you know, countless people before them have transitioned extremely successfully. There's always, you know, the negative, the naysayers coming in. Um, and so I think having a support system to say, hey, look, you know, not only have I done this before, but I'd like to offer my experiences, my network, and help you do it. Uh, can really help people relax um, and ease the mental health side of the transition. And so that's, I I completely agree. The support system's huge. I mean, it was for me with Aubrey, right? So what are some of the programs uh, you have? Definitely. Yeah. So um, I'll preface this with saying Boots to Books has been a 
iterative process of trial and error, yeah. right? And so our programs have come from doing a lot of things and realizing now what works. Um, and they're still being improved. That being said, there are three pillars to our program. And then one thing that kind of stands independently, but serves all of them. And um, that'll make a little more sense in a second. Um, so the three pillars are technical upskilling, job seeker skills, and employment opportunities. So it works in three month cycles. So once a quarter, um, so every single three month cycle will have job seeker skills events to help anybody who wants to come completely free of charge, learn about the resume, the interview process, building a LinkedIn. We'll get to hear from recruiters, people in a lot of different roles to hear what they want to do. Uh, so these events can be anything from a recruiter roundtable where we worked with Oracle, Rivian, and higher military to a career day with 10 different speakers in law, finance, HR, project management, et cetera. Uh, and the goal of these events is to let people both do self-discovery and realize what it is they truly want to do after the military, right? Because we see so many folks transitioning going, I have to do what I did in the service. I have to be a project manager. I have to go work in, you know, operations, whatever. Not the case, right? And so we have first career days, figure out what you want to do, start backwards planning from there. And we also have events like recruiter roundtables. So here, uh, straight from the other side of the desk, what we're looking for, uh, we have resume reviews. We have people submit redacted resumes to us. We have a career coach share her screen and edit it right in front of everyone. Uh, and why we do that is we've seen 101 resume events where they go, oh, you know, use the star method, do this, do that. And it's like, okay, if you're writing your first resume, you know, and you're just getting acronyms thrown at you, they're going to be pretty hard to implement. Um, yeah. So we found those events really helpful. But so that job seeker skills portion, those live events are about every single month. Uh, and the goal is, right, help people find out what they want to do and then help them display their value to a company, both in the resume, the interview, and through networking. Uh, on top of those uh, job seeker skills events, those live events, we can currently have opportunities to get technical upskilling. So that comes in two ways. First way is professional certifications. So every three months at maximum, we have it far more frequently, or at least we have as of recently, it's been just about every month. Uh, we have an opportunity for people to get professional certifications. So we're not the certifying authority. We'll fund them and then connect them with a mentor to help them through their training. Uh, we fund everything from project management professional, the certified treasury professional, that's one we're doing this round, to CompTIA, to Lean Six Sigma. Uh, so the goal is any interest somebody has, we want to be able to give them an industry accredited certification they can put on their resume. One a recruiter recognizes specifically so that they're not only, you know, and this only is a really um, the wrong word there, but they're not a veteran, they're not whatever, they are, you know, a certified professional and whatever it is in that industry. And their being from the military community just makes them that much better of an applicant. Um, and so those are the professional certifications. Those happen regularly, completely free of charge. The other end of that technical upskilling is higher education. Uh, and so from the second somebody decides they want to go to school, we can help connect them with resources to make a degree plan, pick a school and do uh, look through funding options. We'll help them with their application and we'll pay the application fee if the school won't waive it. When they're actually a student, uh, the GI Bill will give them $500 a semester if they still have benefits remaining to pay for textbooks. Uh, in my case, two classes usually exhausted that. Uh, and so you can start the, each semester at about a $1,200 deficit just for textbooks, um, which is really brutal as a full-time student, yeah. right? Um, especially, you know, you transition out, like I'm going to focus on school and then boom. Um, and so something that we do is every semester since we've been founded, we actually have not denied somebody yet. Um, or have, haven't had somebody apply who qualified and not get it yet. We cover textbooks that exceed the GI Bill benefit limit. Uh, and so that opens every single semester. 
uh, when people are then progressing on through school, they finish their bachelor's, they're looking at a master's program. We'll cover the prep cost for the GRE, GMAT, or LSAT so they can get into grad school. Uh, and so those are the two sides, right? Higher education, professional upskilling. The goal is hard backing on the resume a recruiter recognizes. So the two pillars we've talked about now are the live events with job seeker skills and the technical upskilling, right? And so the two ends are kind of the soft skills in the job search, right? And then that hard technical skills. Uh, and the last piece of this is employment opportunities. So once we've helped these candidates kind of build their holistic job seeker profile, and once again, this is three month spurts. So each three month spurt is ended with a hiring fair. That's our employment opportunity. So we have live hiring fairs that are entirely virtual. Uh, the purpose for that is, is multifold. The first is uh, we wanna be able to access people where they are in the easiest environment possible, especially for transitioning folks. Uh, when you're transitioning, you have 6,000 appointments and you're so busy that you're you know, freaking out. We wanna make it as easy as possible to meet employers and try to apply for a job despite that really tumultuous time. And also we have a really, really uh, geographically dispersed client base or user base is a better way to put it. Um, like I'm in California, my co-founders in California, we have team members in Texas, Arkansas, and Florida. Our user base is mostly in Texas, Florida, uh, the East Coast, and then California. So we're all over. And so this lets us help folks wherever we can find them, uh, wherever they need us. Uh, and so these hiring fairs, entirely virtual, they let you visit virtual booths like you're an actual hiring fair. You can have live conversations with recruiters, both on text and video, uh, apply to open roles, view keynotes, and we always give away a bunch of certifications at them. Uh, the thing that's really cool about these events is the companies come exclusively to hire from the military community. So nobody's welcome that isn't a dependent, member of the Guard or Reserve, transitioning or active duty military. Um, and second, most of the recruiters that come are members of the military community themselves. So veterans, some of them are military spouses, uh, and the companies that are coming are really incredible. So it's you know, Amazon, Accenture, Oracle, Raytheon, Bank of Montreal, TD Bank, uh, Nielsen IQ. We've had Silicon Valley startups, government agencies. So it's really a range of you know the Fortune 500s, exciting startups, public companies, uh, you know, working in the public sector. Uh, and the goal really is we want to give a range of industries, company types, sizes, roles, right? So that we can, and much like the certification scholarship, so we can cater to all these uh, individuals' diverse interests, which is one of the things that makes the military community really great. Uh, and so that lets us. And so those hiring fairs cap it off. Each month, we also publish a newsletter. We get open roles sent to us by the companies we work with, publish a newsletter to I think 10,300 something on LinkedIn and another couple thousand on email. Um, but the real crux of our hiring push is, is those hiring fairs. Um, and that caps off our services. Um, and then the overarching thing, and then I'll stop my tangent, I promise. Um, the <laughs> no, overarching is thing is we built a master class. So if you go to boots, uh, uh, boots, the number two books.mn.co, um, you'll open this video course. It's a free online community. You request to join, but it's free. You'll be admitted. Um, within it, it's almost like a Facebook. There's these feeds you can post in. Um, but it's devoted to military transitions. You can post, you know, hey, I've got a question about my resume or I have a question about this. Different topic-based threads within there too. So there's one for project management, cybersecurity, et cetera. Uh, but what really makes this community awesome is within it, we built a video course. And the video course breaks down all the pain points we've seen in the military transition. So whether you're looking to get a job, start a business, use your benefits, make a financial plan, look for, uh, after your mental health, go to college, we have... Each of these big topics broken down into subtopics. So the resume, for instance, so getting a job, resume. That's further broken down 
into writing a bullet, resume templates, uh, writing a federal resume, you know, writing a personal statement, et cetera. So each one of these really huge, difficult topics that we see people struggle with is broken down into bite-sized five to 10 minute videos with follow-on resources that are always available for free. And what's really great about them is the instructors aren't, you know, myself and the Boots to Books staff, unless we're you know, doing a video about Boots to Books, um, the instructors are founders, uh, the recruiters at the nation's best companies. So Adobe, the head of military talent acquisition at Adobe teaches some of the videos. Um, they're VA benefits counselors. They're people who work at higher education institutions, who work at the Project Management Institute, J.P. Morgan Chase. So these just a really, if you've heard of Michael Quinn, the CEO of Higher Military, he teaches a really great video on there. Uh, and so there's this awesome resource of, you know, the people you want to learn from for all these different topics uh, right there, always free. So that's why I said it kind of supplements each of those pieces of both the job seeker skills, the employment um, and the technical upskilling. And so we always have that available while we're running our programs. But that is, those are our programs. I'm done now. <laughs> I'm sorry for talking your ears off. No, and you, you memorized everything. So, you know, you could tell the passion you have for this. How has creating this helped your own military transition? Definitely. Yeah, I think it, it helped a lot. I mean, one thing it did is it got me really immersed in the community um, of folks looking to help other individuals transitioning and also um, of just the VSO community of individuals um, serving the military community more broadly. Um, so that helped me a lot. It, it built my network a lot, which was something I really needed is to meet all these great people. Um, cause I've been honestly blown away at how many people there are on LinkedIn, just all over the world who are really jumping at the opportunity to help. Um, I'd also say that starting something, and this is, uh, more broad advice. I've given it to some folks that I've talked to that have been thinking about it is, is starting something and kind of failing your way through it and trying to figure it out is probably the best way to learn anything. Uh, I think a lot of the skills that I've used for boots to books have carried over into the, the other work I've done, right? And so Aubrey and I, the other co-founder, we don't pay ourselves. We've hired a COO and we both work other careers. Um, but boots to books is very much, I mean, you know, from traveling to go speak in front of uh, potential funders to go plan programs to making, you know, financial plans to just yesterday, actually, we were making a treasury plan to earn more uninvested cash. So we're doing a ladder of uh, certificates of deposit from US Bank. So all these little things, you know, it's from planning a program to trying to do marketing to like, okay, now we need to make a treasury plan because we have a lot of uninvested cash and we don't really want to put it in the market right now. Um, so all these, you know, a lot of different things to, to consider and it, it grows as the organization does, right? Because, you know, when we were raising, you know, $25,000, it was a lot easier than, you know, it's the organization has grown and now we're hiring and, thinking about other things more. Yeah. Uh, but it's just been a really fantastic learning experience. I mean, I don't think there's much that would compete with that. Um, and so I always recommend it. And I, you know, for folks who uh, who transition out, it doesn't have to be the only thing that you do. Um, or, I mean, even if you want it to be the only thing you do and you want to start a business, I highly recommend start it and try to do something else so you can get, you know, some proof of concept or something. But it's, it's just such a good learning experience. You said you uh, recently graduated. Uh, congratulations on that. How did it feel to graduate? It was nice. Um, I, I absolutely love it. So I'm in, at Chapman, Southern California. Um, I love Southern California. I love Chapman. The people here are amazing. The weather, I'm by Newport Beach, so I can literally drive to the beach and relax whenever I want. Um, I feel 
absolutely spoiled coming from Fort Benning. And I felt that way for the past three years. So I'm, you know, infinitely grateful um, to be here and the faculty, I mean, just like brilliant. All of them are, you know, publishing research, doing all these amazing things. Uh, the reason that I say that I'm kind of excited um, is solely because, you know, juggling career boots to books and then uh, school definitely is a little, uh, you know, jumping all over the place. And so it's right. nice to now have a little, uh, extra time and change of pace because now I can be like, okay, you know, let's start planning for boots to books, you know, 18 months out or look at you know, things we can start doing to improve the programs we have coming up uh, with that extra time I have. Uh, and so it's nice. I mean, I absolutely love it, but it's also good to be able to be like, okay, you know, I've completed that and I can now focus on some things I'm really, really excited about. What are some of the things that motivate you? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I, mean, I think one is is the people I've met. I think that's probably been the biggest thing. Um, is we, it, I definitely have built really personal connections with a lot of the folks um, that have used Boots to Book Services, and so I think that has been the biggest one. Initially, it was an overarching macro kind of problem that I saw, and I was frustrated at the difficulty that I personally had going through the transition. Uh, so that my initial motivation was that you know why was it so hard for me? This is a messed up system; it needs to be fixed. Um, as the organization matured, that definitely changed. So when you meet somebody and you see them, you know, not at their peak and a really worried scenario as they're transitioning and they have so much going on. Uh, and then you see them again two months later, completely relaxed with more time with their family than they have ever had, making more money than they did in the service, just completely at ease. Um, it is one of the most gratifying you know, happy experiences you could ever have. Uh, we've had a couple of those. We had one at the beginning of this year that was, I mean, really, really awesome. Somebody had a, a really tough window for transition that kind of got forced on them. Uh, they were able to land a really great job. They had a family. They landed a job really close to where they were stationed. They wanted to stay out there. Uh, and I think stuff like that, kind of the, uh, you know, almost stereotypical, um, it's almost a story as it is. It's, it, I mean, it gets me. That's why we do it, right? Is, is being able to help people when they really, really need it and see it work is awesome. Um, not to get too corny with you. I think that is is definitely the biggest one. Um, also, you know, I like the challenge of it, right? It's really fun to be able to try and be like, okay, you know, we have to plan these programs. We need to fundraise. Um, it's definitely a challenging endeavor. Um, and so I've enjoyed that too. 